Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts, and the Adventure Begins Comics and More proudly bring to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the world, the talent Corey DLG, Woo. the Captain Joey Savage, we are Nerd the Radio. Yo. And then, and then, and then Nico. Hey, yeah. what's going on, guys? You know what's wrong with Nico? What's, what's up? He has to sit next to the most electrifying man at Conroe Radio. Is that why he's wearing? Is that why he's wearing rubber boots? Joey Savage. He is wearing rubber boots, and you're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, you can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. And check all the fun stuff out at NerdThugRadio.com. Yeah. There's also this thing that uh, Nico calls the Patreon, but I call it the Patreon. So, Corey DLG, tell <laughs> us about it. Patreon.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Uh, be sure to sign up and join there. We are doing a T-shirt of the month club where every month we have an exclusive <gasps> t-shirt. t-shirt only available through the Patreon page. Uh, it's a pretty cool one. Uh, You're a pretty cool one. I am. I really am. Yeah. Uh, they call it cherub style. It's the little big-headed people. So that's the uh, that's the first T-shirt. So get on there. Thirty dollars a Are month. Those just called bobbleheads. No, because it's not an actual okay, bobblehead. I stand corrected. Uh, <laughs> I called it the Scotty Young style because <laughs> you know Scotty Young does all those covers with like the baby X Men. Okay. And the artist was like, "You mean cherub style?" And I was like, "Sure, sure, that's sure, what they call sure." It. Cherub, whatever that um, means. Jesus Rodriguez is the artist. It's a I cool cherub was like the thing you rode in behind a horse and it was chariot. Like a chariot. Cherub are like what they really are. It's is like half man, half eagle. No, are those little kid cupids? Those are called cherubs. Those are terrifying. But like they're big headed, and that's where the terrifying. name of this. That's you're big headed. Imagine that's if just, there's like you're 30 probably of, related to a couple. Imagine if there was thirty of those coming at you with a bow and arrow. I mean, they have tiny arms. <laughs> Terrifying. They have tiny arms. They can't really draw the string very Spooky. far. It would just like it would be annoying. Because <laughs> yeah. they're like little rubber arrows, is like bouncing off of you. Yeah, because like annoying. they're cupids. It's just like this. It's like this. Just just poking are, are you poking just me on the radio? Yeah, everyone can see it. <laughs> this hundred percent visual gay. Yeah, let's yeah. wear a mask. <laughs> Someone did want that. Hey, so Nico, have you seen? Um, Endgame yet? No. God, we can't even talk about it. No, we're no. talking about it. No, we can't talk about it. Oh, we're, we're talking about it. It's I have avoided Endgame spoilers this long. I will not be stopped now. Why did you avoid spoilers if you weren't going to go see it? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> That's funny. I'm going to watch it this week. I think we're. I don't think we're close enough yet to be able to uh, talk about uh, it. No, actually, the Russo brothers themselves said May 5th is the spoilers cutoff. That was yesterday. Cinco de Mayo? So the Russo brothers said do, you're, yeah, but you're I mean, free and clear now. But they're not Hispanics. They don't get to make that call. Well, they're not. They weren't declaring Joe Mexico. Cos- Joe Quesado didn't say we could do that. He, he sounds Spanish. He. W- I don't know what. I think he's Italian. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, they weren't declaring Mexico free. They were yeah, saying, but like they get to make the call on those days, and they're not that, and so. So because they're not Hispanic, yeah, they so don't get to wait, declare. We wait till May tenth. Mother's that's, Day weekend. That's too far out. I mean, Comic Palooza. Yeah, Comic Palooza. If anyone has Comic Palooza hasn't seen, seen it, it by you, then, if you haven't seen it by Comic Palooza, your world will be ruined this weekend. Well, yeah. Right. What do you? You're gonna see like hundreds of cosplays of. No, all these I'm gonna people. see it this week. You guys can relax. I don't. I don't know how you haven't seen Nico, it yet. What's I lo- up? I love you three thousand. He doesn't even know what that means. <laughs> so, <sighs> Comic Palooza this weekend. Yeah. This is like our Super Bowl as nerds. This is our Super Bowl right? as nerds. This is our Super Bowl as it's, nerds. It's a nerd bowl. At the at the 
a bowl of nerds. We will be hosting three panels. Uh, correct. One Friday, Friday, one Saturday, one Sunday. Come see us. Come hang out with us. I think we're in the official like Comic Palooza. Um, like what does they call it? The program. program. Yeah, because uh, we're like official. We're official podcast panel. Hosts. Well, I hope so because I have worked really hard sleeping my way to the top. You have. So like, if You've this eat a lot of salad to get to the top. Yeah. So if this doesn't Definitely. make it to us, like if if we haven't earned it by now. Like, I have face cramps at night. I, uh, we're hosting one panel called Podcasting 102, which uh, the most electrifying man in Connor Radio will be emceeing, and I'll be throwing all the questions to you. Oh, okay. Basically, I just didn't want to answer any of them. Yeah, no, that, I I'm mean. I'm throw it to you guys. That's fine. I, 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 I wholeheartedly expect you to outshine the other two people that are hosting with us. I did, like, I don't, are they just here to bring me water? I think so. <laughs> you should ask them that. Uh, oh. First question, Corey, like, hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, uh, nerdy uh, bees, can you guys give me some water while you're here? Call you're Coffee, cream, and sugar. Thanks, sweetie. Ain't doing nothing. Thanks, sweetie. That won't be condescending or misogynistic at Thank all. Thank you. <laughs> Just no. give him a little pat on the rear. Yeah. Like that scene. Good you, game. Did you ever Good see game. that? Did you ever see that scene in Pink Panther? Uh, no. Steve. It's who watches Pink Panther? It was a hilarious movie. Steve. Nico, Steve Martin. Uh, Steve Martin, no. one of the real kings of comedy. He's pretty good. Uh, he's he's. He's impostered his way into this. They think he's like the CEO, and he's behind a desk, and he's looking through, trying to find something. Yep, and the yep, woman yep. comes in, and she goes, "Oh, working late. Do you, uh, do you want some help with that?" And he goes, "Listen, with inner office politics the way that they are these days, I don't want anyone to think ill of you or say anything inappropriate. And I don't think we should put ourselves in the situation where you and I are alone together, and no one can verify what's occurred. I think the safest thing smart. is for you to just go ahead and call it a day, and I'll take care of it here. I don't really need that much help anyway." And she goes, oh, I, I do think that makes sense. And he goes, great. And then he gives her a kiss on the lips and slaps her on the butt as she walks out. He's like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like completely missing. That is awesome. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little weirded out here, guys. As we're watching, uh, recording this, uh, is this Expendables? We're yeah, watching? the yes. first one. Yeah. Why is Whiplash from Iron Man 2 in Expendables? Did you not know Mickey Rourke was in Expendables? No. Yeah. He's so great. So when they so called I, the cast for this movie, it was literally like all these. It was Jason Statham, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, it's literally every action hero. Rolf, or Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Which, which, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Jason uh, Statham. Jet Li. Jet um, Li. The, the uh, MMA fighter. I'm blanking on his name now. Uh, not Randy Couture, yes, or Chuck Liddell. No, not Chuck Liddell. Randy, Randy Couture. Couture, Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Let me tell you, from the people I've seen in this movie, Mickey Rourke is better than all of them. Uh, this is really his only scene, though. Like he's yeah. the guy who does their tattoos but and then like what? paints their bikes. Who's for better than him? No one. No one is more better than him. Look more how, better. <laughs> look how look how rough his face is. Yeah, he was he, a beautiful man. He is a beautiful man. And then he was a boxer. I would watch while a, he acted. I would watch Mickey Rourke movie over a Sylvester Stallone movie. Uh, I can't say that. I would. Not that I'm a huge Sylvester name, Stallone fan. Name me one Stallone film that's great. Rocky? No, not <laughs> Which take, he wrote listen, and directed, I believe. Uh, I'll take, the, won an Oscar I'll take the wrestler for $1,000, Alex. You mean the Rocky 10? That's what the wrestler is. I'll take the, the wrestler, wrestler is Rocky for 1500 Alex. I did like the wrestler, but he's only in the wrestler. He the Ram. He only he didn't write and like yeah, direct. Yeah, I don't care about directing. He's better. Okay, but he didn't write it he's either. He's better. All right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Done. I think I think you're trying to like. Nah. Like I think you hope he's your father. He's not. <sighs> I haven't figured that part out. You know what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> this might make you laugh. Okay. So or maybe or cry <laughs> or both. Uh, <laughs> so the boys play uh, baseball, right? Correct. Uh, pretty, correct. Pretty competitive. Uh, and you're supposed to upload your birth certificates to a website. 
uh, that they the league they play on. And so we're going through the folder because I need to get Willie's out and upload it. And mine's in there because we went on that cruise yeah. uh, a couple of years ago and had we took those. And so I'm looking at my birth certificate and I'm looking at it and it says my name on it and whatever. And it was filed like three months after I was born. So who knows when I was really born. <coughs> uh, and it says uh, mother, name, father, blank. Not, <laughs> not a name, not, not applicable, <laughs> just blank. You know what that means. Anyone can sign it. Anyone can <laughs> sign it. You just have to find someone who wants to so, be your okay. dad. So if I took my if I take my birth certificate with me to Comic Palooza, do you think I can get someone to sign it? And be your father? Yeah. I don't see why not. Oh man, I'm gonna go for one of the Star Trek guys. Oh, I thought you were gonna go for Grant Gustin. I thought he's your boy. I'm like, dude, you could travel back in time. That's true. Also, I think you're like six years older than Grant Gustin, but that yeah. won't change anything. Uh, time travel. Right. That's true. I'm going to make a copy of my birth certificate. I'm going to take it. I'm going to get it signed. So we're not going too far into this, but sure. uh, because of uh, in-game time travel is all over the place, like articles about it. All that. over the place. And uh, basically they're talking about how like every rule now, every movie basically makes their own rules now for time yeah, travel. Of course they do. They all do. Um, that's been the, that's been the rule. Yeah. But like, the rule about time travel is that you make your rules about time travel. Yeah. Right. So like first doc- rule of time travel, you make your own rules about time travel. That's a good rule. So like Doctor Who, the rules are like nothing changes no matter what. No matter what. And then it's so inevitable. Like, it's like a Thanos. soup. So like anybody I who wants inevitable. to actually change something like. Time harpies come and rip them to shreds. And Time herpes? Harpies. Oh. Harpies. Did you think you said herpes? No. Okay. I'm the only one here. <laughs> Nico, <laughs> Nico's not Nico, on. Do you know what herpes are? Yes. Okay. Nico actually has them. Oh. Yeah. That's why his hair so long. Yeah. That's why his What? Sure. I think we're confused again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused I'm getting a hip flexor as we're talking here. How are you so out of shape that sitting hurts you? Oh, God. <laughs> if you knew how many pitches I threw this weekend. Oh, God, finish the time travel story. Again, sitting has killed him. So uh, I think it was at least 12. At least. So, Doctor Who, time can't be changed. Uh, Back to the Future. Changes create alternate timelines. Um, True. Terminator obviously operates under the concept um, that... They can change time, although I'm unclear on what the... Yeah, come on, Sandra. Like, they come keep, on, Sandra. You only got a minute and a half. They keep left. sitting back people, More robots Terminators. to kill John Connor, but... Nothing changes. Exactly. Why do they keep doing it? But they do. They send robot after robot after robot into the past. Um, if he doesn't do a stunner to her right now, he's not really Still stone cold. cold. All right, come on, finish this time travel theory. Um, but yeah, so be, so in game, which we're not going to get into yet, because one of us... I don't under, I don't know what that is. Hey, I saw it first. You did. You for the first time in the history of Nerd Thug Radio, you were the lead on a movie. Opening night, baby. Uh, but yeah, so time travel obviously plays a factor. But they basically make their own set of rules. Um, and I read an article where they were like, really, really, the reality we're seeing is just the one with the best outcome because we're just following the Doctor Strange timeline. Right. But what if? I mean, there were fourteen million other timelines. Right. There. Yeah, and I think they they pretty much. We can't talk about it though. Right. They they alluded to what was going on in the world, right? So there's that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Nico, for ruining the end of this segment. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All your fault. Man, they're being brutal to this chick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she even has to confess because she's like she's like a general's you, daughter. Yeah, why would you do something to someone so pretty? Just waterboard her. Go find an ugly chick. Is that? Is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. I don't want to get into this. You shouldn't, because you're already going to be crazy when we do our panels, <laughs> talking to other females. Oh, I'm the crazy one when you just said, don't torture her because she's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> find some other use for her. 
Wow. Let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we've got a special guest who's going to join us on the microphone. You're listening to Nerd Talk Radio. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Before we introduce Conroe to you, our special guest, Corey DLG, talk about our friends over at The Adventure Begins Comics and more. That's right. On 1488, The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is now officially open. Uh, they've got all kinds of great things going on out there. They uh, they got comic books. Obviously. they got games. Obviously. And then more. No, I'm just kidding. They've got manga. They've got anime. They've got all kinds of cool collectibles, uh, cards. And then they also do all the board games and all the uh, gaming, the tabletop gaming and things of that nature. Um, now on Sundays, they have an adventure league that they have now officially started with Dungeons & Dragons. And then beyond that, they also have uh, cosplay crafting events and trivia on, I believe, Tuesdays. How do you think you would fare in trivia? Try it out. It depends on how like it depends on how far they go into other stuff. That's true. Like I know the comic books down pat, but if they got if they went too far down into, I so Game of Thrones, uh, you know, is coming back. HBO has like a Game of Thrones trivia thing you can and play you on ter- on demand. You did terrible at it, didn't you? I did about forty five percent because That's a lot failing. of it's it, a lot of it's like specific names of things and people like uh, Westeros got that well, right, but like like so like character names. For like who've been dead for like three oh, seasons. Oh yeah, I got you. So got it's you, like you, uh, they're like so and so is the cousin to the king, and you're like I think so, and they're like no, he's you're the brother right. to the cousin to the king, and you're oh. like oh okay cool thanks. Well, get down to the adventure begins comics some more. They've got pool boxes going. Is it still going on? Right. Ten percent. Ten percent off to get your pool boxes. Uh, check those boys out on Facebook. We tag them in all of our stuff. That's right. Uh, it's a great place to go. Really nice, well lit, clean, family friendly staff. Get out there to the adventure begins where the adventure. Begins. Are you ready for this, Corey? I I believe I throw both you a curveball. Uh oh. So we are now joined by a uh, good friend of the show, a very um, interesting uh, tool that he has in his back pocket. Uh, We've got him on the show. His name is Ben Knight, the rapper, aka the Dark Knight. I just gave him that name. He told me not to do it, but I did it anyways. (laughs) Uh, Ben, say what's up to the Nerdthug Radio family. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Ben Knight, the rapper, apparently. (laughs) <laughs> Midnight the Rapper. Did you just find out he's a rapper? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, so, Ben, uh, real quick, you're you're an artist uh, in your own form. Uh, tell the Nerdthug family kind of what you do. So, for the most part, um, so I, I'm, I'm kind of involved with the whole nerdcore movement, you know, along with, you know, MC Front A Lot, Mega Ran, um, MC Lars, um, you know, I mean, just all, all everybody, everybody who knows what nerdcore is knows exactly what I'm talking about. They know all the artists. Um, but for me, I, I approach it a little bit differently. I, I kind of do what I refer to as um, nerd hip pop. So nice. like my stuff is more like 
for anybody that can tell, I'm extremely white. Um, <laughs> no, never. Okay. No, like, no. I mean, <laughs> I never would have guessed. So, well, there you go. But I mean, now, there's know, two so of us. Is, you know, show. so is MC Lars. So is, uh, you know, MC Front a lot. So are a lot of the guys in the thing. But I kind of, instead of concentrating so hard on sounding like a really good rapper, like I kind of, I do tend to put a lot of time into the words that I'm, you know, I, I do spend a lot of time working on the words and trying to make it as clever as possible and, and really dive into whatever it is I'm talking about. And what I do is hip hop, but I just, I do tend to lean more towards the poppy side of things. So I concentrate on more on, on kind of, you know, making sure the choruses are catchy, making sure that there's a bridge that people can kind of, you know, get into the choruses, sing along, but, but I'm still kind of right in there with that whole nerd core scene. That is right up our alley. So you're kind of like the Taylor Swift of nerdcore rap, is what you're saying. You're trying to make good music while they're just trying to make nerd rap. Well, and I wouldn't even put it like that because I love all those guys. You know, um, I've worked with MC Lars. I've worked with Mega Ran. Um, I love what they do. Um, but it, it, it is such a, it's such a niche thing that we do that if we all kind of do the same thing, you know, why, why would anybody want to listen to me if I sound exactly like one of those guys? You know, Absolutely. It just, it just doesn't work. So for me, you know, and there are plenty of people that don't like what I do. I mean, I, there, you know, there are people that like they get, that they get into it and then they go, oh man, your stuff is like either super corny or like you're just way too poppy. And then other people are like, I really love that you're nothing like these other people. Like I love... MC Lars, I love Megran, I love Samus, I love all these nerdcore rappers. You're nothing like them. That's what I like about you. So, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to find my way. Over the last few years, I've, I've kind of carved my own little niche into that genre. So how did you get started uh, in this genre? Was it, were you doing something else and you're like, you know what, I really just love nerd stuff, so I'm going to, like, take this route or, you know, like, kind of kind of walk us through that scenario. So for a long time, um, you know, growing up, you know, I was, when I was a teenager, super into punk and pop punk and punk rock. And, um, you know, I loved everything from like old Operation Ivy, Rancid, the Ramones. Yes, um, Operation Ivy. That, yeah. There you go. Exactly. So like, I got super into that stuff. And then as, you know, time kind of prog progressed, you know, I got really into bands like, you know, Newfound Glory and that kind of more like, you know, the pop punk that has like, you know, there is some riffing and some different things to it that are, you know, really cool and heavy, but at the same time, there's a lightness because it's, you know, it's pop punk music. And I just like the idea that you could write good pop music. Like when people, when you hear pop music, you know, people instantly sit, think like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake. Simple plan. And don't get me wrong, like, like, I'm not a, like, I'm not an elitist. I'm not a snob. Like, you know, like Justin Timberlake is a talented dude. Like he just is. Like there's no doubt about it. Well, yeah, he brought um, sexy back. You, he did. Smoke well, in the mirror. Well, man. and like, and you know, you you mentioned Taylor Swift. Like, you know, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but at the same time, whoa. You know, if you, well, I know, I know, that's a little sacrilege, maybe, but like, um, especially down there in Texas. But that's right. You know, my my thing, my thing with Taylor Swift is like, whether you like her or not, you can't deny that she writes catchy songs. Yep. And that might be the and that might be the reason you hate her, but you know, again, like there's a reason why she's a superstar. So for me, like you know, I don't I don't write these amazing songs, but I do like to think that for the most part, there's at least a couple songs in every one of my albums 
where you find that you're bobbing your head or tapping your foot because the chorus is super catchy. And like I said, I kind of hope that what I'm doing is, you know, I hope that I'm doing something different from all those other guys, but still kind of part of that community. You know, Corey DLG over here, he freestyles sometimes on the show. I mean, that's he's true. also done some 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 battle rapping. That's uh, true. None of it any good though. Have you ever have you ever had to do like battle raps? Rap battles? You know, my thing with that, my thing with that, like, you know, I'm definitely no rabbit. You know, I'm no, like, you know, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no eight miles sitting here. Um, but that's not really my, like, again, that's not really my thing. Like, I, I certainly appreciate rap for what it is. And there are uh, some artists that I will listen to and I do enjoy. But, like, for me, rap is not, again, I'm, I'm kind of more of, like I said, I, I, I enjoy a really good pop song way more than I enjoy a rap song, just simply because. Like, I'm not saying it isn't hard to write a rap song, and I'm not saying it's not difficult to be able to spit out words like Eminem does and things like that. But, like, I'm, it's not that I'm less impressed with that. It's just I, I would rather hear a really well-crafted, catchy song than I would someone who can spit out a million words a minute. So what you're saying is you're not much up for freestyling. That's not your, your, your gig. Because I can drop a beat, I can drop a beat right now if you want to freestyle. Oh my god, <laughs> Corey, I can do it. You know I can no, do it. I have, I have no, I have no <laughs> okay. freestyle. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you can give me a topic and give me like twenty minutes, and I could probably pound out a pretty good song. But like, as far as like just coming up with, gotcha. Yeah, like yeah, there's there, yeah. I have no game when it comes to freestyle. Now, Corey can freestyle. Do you want to hear him freestyle, Ben? No, I'm not. No, 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 no. no we're good here. Okay. Well, I'm just you know, liven it up here. So anyway, so while while we're here, do you have an album out or anything you wanna you wanna talk about? I mean, what have you been working on here lately? Well, I do, I do, and actually, I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna break the fourth wall and just be honest with everybody listening. I totally screwed up, and I was supposed to send these guys my new EP that comes out at the end of the month. I just completely spaced it. It's my fault. You will hear songs <laughs> off of that EP during this, but unfortunately, yeah, I totally screwed up. Um, but uh, well, recently, and it's funny that you brought up Taylor Swift, and it might have been intentionally. Um, a little while ago, I did just release. Um, I did a cover, uh, kind of a more um, synth pop version of Taylor Swift's "We're Never Get, We're Never Ever Getting Back Together." Love that song. Um, yeah, we love that song. Everything we do is on purpose. It's cool. <laughs> Everything um, is perfectly calculated. Like, yeah. I just, I really, I, like I said, that's one of those songs where, like, I hate that it's that good. Like, <laughs> right. It's, catchy, it's just a super catchy song, man. And so I was like, well, I want to redo this, but I want to redo it my way. And so, I, you know, I, I did that and put it out. And it's actually, it, I've gotten a really good response from it, um, especially because, like, I don't have, I'll be the first one to admit, I do not have her talent as far as singing goes. Um, <laughs> so... Like the verses and stuff are a little bit like nasally and droney, just because like that's yeah, that's just out of my key to sing it up an octave like she does. Um, but I, you know, I really enjoyed doing it, and I've got a lot of I've gotten a ton of um, really good responses from it, um, and and that's been really cool. Um, I think that's always kind that, of a way. Yeah. I think that's always a smart way for like smaller artists to get attention, right? Is to kind of take a big song and then kind of put their spin on it. And then that 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 kind of has that crossover appeal. There's a lot of there's a lot of bands who the first time someone hears them is a, is a cover, right? No, you're you're exactly right. And like for me, you know, years ago, um, you know, once upon a time, I did. There was a time when 
I was being courted by RCA Records and Beat Mart Records and uh, uh, trying to remember. I can't remember the name of. It was basically the uh, the record label that um, signed Simple Plan when they first started going. Oh, and, is that ramen? Uh, is that ramen? Uh, fuel for ramen. Fuel for ramen. Fuel by ramen. It, it wasn't fueled by ramen. Oh, it was actually it was a bigger subsidiary of Island Records. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, but you know those times have passed and like in, in all honesty it's actually way easier to make if you're not if you're not if you're not Taylor Swift it's way easier to make a living as an independent artist um, it just is and so yeah I mean that's you know doing covers and doing things that you know kind of grab people's attention like that do certainly help because I mean to be honest. There are plenty of people out there who will never ever hear my music unless I do a cover of a singer they enjoy because it's just off their radar. Right. So, That's, yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. Uh, all right, Ben. Well, thank you very much for coming on here with us today at Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, we're going to make sure to post a link on the Facebook page to the EP and all that whenever you're, whenever you you get your stuff together, man. Uh, give us uh, give uh, give give Ben a listen to when you hear him and uh, make sure you check out the link. Uh, and when we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Yeah, so Ben, real quick, give us a shout-out. Uh, where can they find you on any social media? Oh, there you go. Okay, so, yeah, I love social media. Like, I'm on it all the time. I talk to everybody who sends me any messages at all. Um, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I hate Facebook with a passion. Um, it's nothing but political garbage, and, like, everybody wants to tell you how awesome you are with their cat poster memes and all that stuff, so... I avoid it like the plague, um, but I love Twitter. I love um, Instagram. You can find me at Ben Knight Hip Hop, B E N K N I G H T Hip Hop. Um, and like I said, you know, reach out. Tell me how much I suck. Tell me how much you like me. You know, tell me what your favorite dog breed is. I don't give a crap. I will always write back or respond. So, and then yeah, I mean, you know, the new EP which we didn't get a chance to talk about, but you know, it is what it is. But um, it's The Legend of Ben Knight coming out at the end of the month, May 31st. So and you guys will be able to get that on Google Google Play, Amazon, iTunes, Bandcamp. Every, anywhere you get digital music, you'll be able to find it. And you can also go to all those places right now and find my entire back catalog of everything else. Excellent. Check out Ben Knight, Ben Knight Hip Hop on the social media. Check out his music on all of the uh, music platforms. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. We'll be right back. RNA Sports at 3501 North Frazier has sports collectibles and memorabilia for wrestling, pop culture, and sports. Interested parties should definitely check out their Facebook page where they hold auctions and hang out all the time doing fun events and placing items up for people to see. They also sell sporting gear, sporting gear and sporting memorabilia. So interested people should go to RNA Sports at 3501 North Frazier in Conroe. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Hey. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. He's the king of freestyle, Corey DLG. Woo. And this is Nico, That's the me. producer extraordinaire. That's my job. That is your job. And gosh, you do it well. Uh, before we jump off and talk a little bit about our uh, favorite time of the year, a.k.a. Comic Palooza, I'm really just uh, stalling so Corey can look up the guest list. But I Got will it. talk about my friend, the Nerd Ninja, over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. 
As the leader of uh, martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, one in Magnolia, one in uh, Conroe, there is a place for you to train if you can hear my voice. They've got all kinds of stuff for people who are 93 from kids to her three. They've got self-defense classes. They've got Tai Chi. They just did this like gladiator camp, which seems super fun yet super hard, which is why I didn't go. Uh, but they can teach you all kinds of things, teach you how to use weapons, teach you how to make yourself feel better. They can get your fitness back in shape. They can do it for you. All you got to do is sign up. And if you mention Nerd Thug Radio, when you sign up, you'll get two free weeks of training. That's two free weeks, people. You could literally go to 10 classes in two weeks. That's insane. Like, no one else is going to do that for you. So go see my friend, the Nerd Ninja at Cox ATA Martial Arts. You can find their Facebook pages on every podcast that we drop because we tag both of them in it. And then uh, go say hi to the Nerd Ninja or uh, Mr. Spawn up in the Conroe area. Yeah. So, Corey, did you find the guest list? Did I stall enough? I did. I did. Awesome. So, Comic Palooza is this coming week. We've already talked about we're hosting panels, but let's talk about what we are going to enjoy the most. But before we do that, Corey, run off the guest list who's going to be there so far. Okay, so from Game of Thrones, they've already announced Amelia Clark and Nathalie Emmanuel. I'm more excited to see Nathalie Emmanuel. Uh, okay, all right. She was also in the Fast and Furious franchise and the Maze Runner series. I don't she watch any is of that. Me either, but she is so. Um, the story behind that was super wild. She could be like my the actual. She books. could be my future. Oh, really? She yeah. could be my kid's future uh, stepmom. I don't know how she feels about that. I don't either. I'm going to uh, find her this week. Okay. All right. She'll sign my birth certificate for me. Um, and be your father? Well, it's new age in life. Now she's your, now she's your kid's grandfather? Hey, listen. I've seen weirder things in life, man. Continue I with the guest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you just can't continue me, bro. Well, when you say things like that. What? Uh, Go for it. Grant Gustin, The Flash. Mm. Uh, I should get his dad to do it. Dad's going to be there. John Wesley Ship. Yeah, I didn't get I mean, to that yet. Show. I'm running through the list. Yeah, but he'll be spoilers. There. John Wesley Ship will wow, be there. Spoilers. We're gonna name them all here in a second. <laughs> will your Valderrama? Uh, that's, that's the weirdest one to me. Yeah, I'm looking through Wilmer here. Valderrama. I think the reason they got him is because yo he. Mama? You should challenge him to a yo mama battle. Oh, you already won did, the freestyle he battle. Did, uh, he did host that. I forgot about that. Uh, I think it's because he's part of the From Dust Till Dawn series. Your that's mama's on. So fat, um, she wears the equator as a belt. El Rey. Yeah, on the El Rey show. That's okay. or the El Rey channel. Nice, Dan, nice. Dan Fogler. Um, I'm pumped to see that guy. I didn't know he was on The Walking Dead, but I'm I'm behind on that. Yeah, I'm so behind on that. I think he's new on that. When they announced him, you know, everyone was like, "Oh, he's in the uh, new um, Harry Potter stuff," and I was yeah. thinking Balls of Fury, Fantastic Beasts, and where to find them? I remember Balls of Fury. That was yeah, great. So great. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, um, Fanboys. Fanboys. Remember he drove the van. God, Fanboys was a oh, great such movie. A great movie. Uh, is that Kristen Bell is the girlfriend in, in Fanboys? I don't know. It's uh, Jay. Is it Jay Bruchel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who the girlfriend is. Uh, this is the weird one here to me. Kate McFadden of Star Trek The Next Generation. I, I just, she hasn't been in a lot lately. But they have like a whole crew of next gen people there. They do. Next, Michael Dorn. Yeah, Michael Dorn. Uh, most notably also the voice from Gargoyles. I'm going to get him to oh, sign Oh, what? Gonna get, yeah. I'm going to get oh, him man, to sign Oh, man, I love Gargoyles. I'm going to get him to sign my birth certificate. Uh, Wilson Cruz, Star Trek Discovery, also 13 Reasons Why My So-Called Life. There like, he's in some stuff. John Wesley Shipp is uh, from The Flash. Yeah. Uh, Dawson's Creek and Teen Wolf. Yeah, neat. John Barrowman of Arrow, The Flash, Ooh. Doctor Who, Torchwood, Scandal. He wasn't a very good dad, but, like, if he could teach me to be a killer, like, I might go for that. That's a fair point. Right. Uh, Billy Zane. <laughs> the, Why? They gave him. They gave him kind of the roughest. Like this. Probably. Do you have a photo? No, no, not oh. the photo. It's the. It's. It's the. The list that they went with. 
The Phantom and Titanic were the first two that they named. Okay. So it's been a long time. Yeah. So Back to the Future, Dead Calm, uh, Demon Knight, Curfew, Twin Peaks, Charmed. Like, he's been in these other things since then. Since then, yeah. And they led with that. Um, This is a little annoying to me because remember when you you and I had a... We had been in talks to kind of maybe do a, a, a... a con in Conroe. Yes. My big idea was to get the guys from the tick. I thought that would be a really great. They're all going to be there. All of them now. Yeah. Also, when I called the booking agent for, for these guys and I talked and priced it out, he flat out told me that, uh, Peter Serafinakowicz, the guy who does the tick, the actual tick, um, that he probably wouldn't come to, he's, he, he's British. He probably wouldn't come to the States for anything smaller than like San Diego comic-con. Houston's pretty big. It so was- Comic Palooza is is up there enough in the ranks. Yeah. Because like when I talked to the agent, I was like, I really would think it would be cool to do the guys from the Tick, and the guy was like, Yeah, I could, I could definitely. Because uh, uh, Griffin Newman is uh, Arthur, and Griffin Newman lives in New York, and then uh, Yara Martinez and uh, Brendan Hines and Scott Spicer are the other people on the cast. Like that's the main cast, and they're all U.S. bound also. And I was like, Okay, so really the big get would be. The, the expensive one. He was like, yeah, uh, but I'll be honest. He probably wouldn't come for for just any con. Like, just making his deposit wouldn't guarantee he would come. And I was like, wow. So he's going to be at Comic Palooza. That's a really big deal, but the Idea Gnomes. It's the biggest con in the South. It is. The Idea Gnomes got me on that one. Uh, it's got to go. The Known Gnomes. The Known Gnomes. It's got to go San Diego, New York, Chicago, Comic Palooza. Yeah, and Chicago right. probably is only big because of the fact that uh, Wizard World still participates. Yeah. Um, but Wizard, I was starting to think about this. Wizard doesn't even do a monthly magazine anymore. Literally, they just do the show tour now. It's so stupid. So it's a little weird to me. What What are they now? Like, are they just a con company now? I guess so. It's an odd thought. Uh, Jeremy Davies, Andrew Divoff, Mira Ferlin from Lost. And then uh, Eric Avari from Stargate, Independence Day, The Mummy, Heroes, Planet of the Apes, Mr. Deeds. Planet of the Apes, baby. He's all over the place. Andrew Brunerarski, he's the guy from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Ming Chen <laughs> from Comic Book Man. It's only because he owns a comic book shop here. Um, they coffee got him shop. listed as a celebrity guest. Yeah, but he owns that coffee shop. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coral, what is Coral it? Sword. Coral Sword. Yeah, him and Hunter Pence. Yeah. Uh, they got a lot of voice actors and so stuff, too. So here's the deal, Corey DLG. Are you ready? I was born ready. We don't do this because we don't do it, but <coughs> to get an autograph from one of these guys, you have to purchase it and stand in a long line, correct? Correct. That's why I don't do it, because we don't have time. We're doing um, all the other stuff. If you look at this list, is there if you had to pick one person that you would stand in line to get their autograph, who would it be? Amelia Clark or Grant Gustin, for sure. Nico, what about you? I have no idea. Yeah, Probably the guy from would. Gargoyles. You would, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a uh, good one. I'm going to go John Wesley Sh- is it Ship. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just because I think he would sign my birth certificate. Uh, you know, I mean, you're over the age of 18, so there's not like a lot of like legal yeah, liability. I mean, I'm not going like, to get it for bad child support or anything. Right. I don't need money. I just want a dad. <laughs> right? That's fair. You're like a country song. I just, I just, <laughs> I just want, want a papa. Dad. You keep saying you're going to make an album, and you just keep... I said into this. I said it's the last half of this year, so I we're coming you, up on I it. give you so much material. You said 2018. Well, originally I said 2017, so. I give you so much material, I don't know why you haven't done it yet. Uh, mostly because I don't have a band. You don't need a band. To make music? It's called Garage Band. You create your own band. I don't even know how to play a guitar yet. You, got, so you don't we, need to know. I think you, you do. You download Garage Band on, on your iPad or your phone. Right. Your, your you take I, your, your, take your, your sample. that you have. You take your sample, you take your sample country beats, and then you go. <laughs> yeah. You don't need a band. Yeah, we're going to do a little bit better Once you make a song, then you hire some guys. Put it out on, on the... Uh, 
What is that thing you do now? Um, SoundCloud. No, what's that thing you do all the time? Reddit? Yeah. Put do open like, auditions like Reddit. on the Reddit. Look, right. There's no one in the studio all day, every day. Just just you. Have auditions here. Tell them to bring their own music. Do it. <laughs> put a band together. Can you put a band together in 30 days? I can put a band together, but I can't pay them. You don't need to do pay them. You don't pay them. That's you say, hey, that we're going to create a band, works. and we're going to sign a gig, and then we're going to get paid off the gig. What do you think happens first, Nico? Corey starts a country band, or I get someone to sign my birth certificate? Oh, definitely you. <laughs> you Thanks. got okay. Joy, people right. like Joy more. Hey, okay. All right. That's All right. that's bet two. First bet is you two in a race. When's that happening? Did uh, we agree to that? I'm no, ready. I'm ready any day. I run miles now. Did we? Did we agree? Listen to, a to foot him. Race? He runs miles <laughs> did now. Did we agree to a foot race on this show? At one yeah. Point? Yeah, we did. Yeah, you guys got a foot race, man. I mean, um, first of all, he would have to show up anytime before dark, and then that's easy enough. June once I'm 3rd. out of school. You, no, it's not June third. How about okay, you May eighteenth? Like, no. May eighteenth foot race. You guys in? I'm not gonna be here. No, where are you yeah. gonna be? I'm going to be at Austin. <laughs> also, we have an event that weekend. Okay, I don't. Uh, May 17th, you going to be here? No. Okay. Oh. Memorial Day. What? I don't even know when that is. When is that? It's May 25th. Yeah, I'll be here last week. All right, right, Memorial Day. It's a Monday. Foot race. I'm in. We'll go over to your brother-in-law's. We'll cook out. We'll have some barbecue and some stuff, and you guys foot race. Deal? Easy. Right, it's in. I'm recording it. It's on. It's set. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, neither one of y'all said Dan Fogler. I'm a little surprised no, by that. I don't think he'll sign my birth certificate. Is that your only goal? Yeah, that's my goal this weekend. Okay. Get someone to sign my birth certificate. I'm taking it with me. All right. Good it's luck gonna, with that. It's going to be awesome. I've met you, and I don't think anyone's going to be your papa. Nico said <laughs> someone. Well, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, there you so go. If it's some rando. There you go. If you just going to stop people. What if I get a girl to sign it for me? That would be pro. To be your... I yeah. New I age. I don't think legally babies. I don't think legally that would work. Uh, but okay. 2019, baby. Find out. I don't know. Uh, how even what's going on at Comic Blues? What else besides hosting the panels? Are they doing any like uh, tabletop gaming? Oh, you know what is happening? What's happening? Do you know this is happening there? No. What's it's up? It's the college. Uh, yes, they just announced this sports championship. Dude. Yeah. What? Yeah, they're playing like uh, Overwatch and a bunch of other games. It's like the college championships going on at Comic Palooza. Oh, this is going to yeah, be exciting. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's Saturday, the. ESPN Events has teamed up with Top Esports Publisher to host the inaugural ESPN Collegiate Esports Championship at Comic Palooza. Highlights by league semifinal and championship matches and multiple game titles. Um, I know Overwatch is on there. Uh, it's Hearthstone, mm-hmm. Overwatch, Tespa. Uh, no, 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 no. Tespa is the name of the league. I'm there. telling you what. I don't know what that game is, but StarCraft Two and Street Fighter oh. Five Arcade Edition. Remember when you played Street Fighter and got your butt kicked? That yeah, was awesome. dude. I played. No, I can't play Killer Instinct. Dude, I think the Overwatch is going to be crowded and insane. What do you think? Oh, I think it'll be massive. Oh my god, I can't wait. They also have they also have tournaments going on. I didn't see this. So if you you could register now, but on Friday Register for Street Fighter Nico. Register. I'll do it. Let me do it. Register. I'm gonna register for you. So right, Friday bet. is League of Legends, Dragon Ball Z, NBA two K, Splatoon, and Mario Kart sixty four. NBA two K. Saturday, Super Smash, Rocket League, Halo 5, Woo! Dr. Mario, Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Which one do you want? Street Super Fighter or Smash Marvel? Super Smash Bros. No, i got to do uh, Smash Bros. I'm going to register you for Smash Bros. Do you want me to register you for NBA? Yeah, as long as it's not crossing with our uh, All right, panels. All right, I'm you guys up. We're breaking a representation. Yeah. Nerd Thug Radio's in the house. Let's jump out to break. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up, talk a little Game of Thrones. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. 
They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. It's me, Ned. It's him, Ned. Hey, so, Ned, um... How'd you enjoy your week off last week? You know, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I gave yeah. you a few uh, sick hours so you could take the day off. Listen right, to that. yeah, so I could head study of, for my tests. The head of HR generously let you use a couple of your sick hours. <laughs> Listen, generously. Listen, Nico, you're not the only person this week that has praised the head of HR and has mentioned they only want to talk with head of HR for any matters moving forward. Mm. <laughs> so, did you enjoy your talk? How are your finals going? Uh, the world pretty wants good. to know. Uh, yeah. Pretty good. Did it pass? Yeah. No, I'm I'm fine. Yes. I'm fine. That's what I like to hear. Nico up top. This is this is You've such a marked. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Corey. Just, a just marked improvement from when when young young Nico DLG had they got the talk from the parentals about uh, the importance of education. And here he is making good grades. I mean, he was messaging us last week like, "Hey, HR, listen." I've got some finals. I need a day off. I know I have no sick time. It was the paper, right? Yeah. I had a big paper. He's like, I realize you've used all of my sick time, so I have none myself. Like I'll <laughs> I'll work you know, I'll work and not get paid. I said, Okay, you know what? Look, I'll I'll be generous and I'll 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 allot you some time. We will we will uh, we will let you miss work without pay. Literally I just took hours from Corey and gave them to you. I didn't know I had hours. Yeah. This is yeah. this is news to me. Yeah, you never have hours. You know what's yeah. news? You've never used them. <laughs> You've used them like once. I am the rock. You know what is news? What is news? Game of Thrones is hot and heavy this week, man. Game of Thrones has been on fire. I'm two seasons behind, so I'm pretty comfortable talking about what happened this week. Right. Well, we won't we won't we won't get completely up to date. We're gonna give people the day to watch it. Today is Monday, so some people TiVo uh, yeah. it. Let's they, not talk about. Something. We won't talk about this one. Let's week. not talk about the Mexican episode, Cinco de Mayo. Right. Let's talk about the previous episode. The Battle of Winterfell. How that go? Big, huh? big. An hour and a half of literally just fighting. Straight combat. Um, the first the first like seven minutes is, is like tense build up right before the charge happens. Okay. And then the rest of the hour and a half is is literally just the charge and the battle and the war of between the living and the dead. Um, so the Night King did he die? He does die. So is someone gonna take a spot? Uh, no. The battle, the battle is over between the living and the dead. It looks like also the Red God is done too. I'm not sure not how that happened. So I don't. I, okay, so I haven't read the book, so I don't know if there's a lot more that's laid out in the books between all of these relationships. But it, it, it basically what it feels like is Melisandre, the Red Witch. It feels like her role in all of this was to kind of be the Professor X to the Night King's Magneto. And then once the Night King was dead, she also died. Like, after the battle was over, hmm. the sun is coming up on Winterfell, and she walks into the snow, renew- removes her necklace, and just turns back into the old lady, falls over, turns to dust, and disappears. Interesting. Um, Not really. So, and actually, she seems to know that when she shows up. She So, Sir Davos had told her two seasons ago that if you ever come back, if I ever see you again, I will kill you. Uh, and Jon Snow had banned her from the north. And so, when she shows up, 
Sir Davos tells them to open the gates, and he walk, and she walks in, and he's kind of coming down the stairs to meet her. And before he can say anything, she goes, "Don't worry, uh, you can kill me if uh, if I'm still alive, but I won't be." And okay. so she basically, I feel like she has known her whole life is building up to this point, or her journey is to this point, and then basically it's over. But she's laid out all of her stuff versus the Night King stuff. So it almost feels like she was playing chess against the Night King this whole time. Hmm, um, Who killed the Night King? Uh, Arya Stark. She's a BA, man. She is super BA. Is Sansa still alive? Sansa yes. is not only still alive, she is playing the game. She is the Lady of Winterfell, and she is she is working it. Who's, she, who's the man of Winterfell? Technically, Jon Snow is the king of the north, oh, Okay, but he bent the knee to Daenerys, so now there is no king of the north. But the Starks have always been in Winterfell, so the North is basically like deferring to her right now. Um, it's just kind of a really interesting dynamic because the North is following her and him to an extent. The North is like, listen, we, we know that the Night King is coming, and so we're with you guys. But where their loyalty lies is with Sansa Stark, okay. it feels like. Um, Interesting. The battle is crazy, though. Just so much crazy stuff happens. Arya Stark, just to kind of reemphasize how much of a BA she is, she's the last one on the wall. So, like, the uh, the horde, the horse horde, and the unsullied are on the field, and they are they are fighting first, and and the wildlings also with them. And as they're kind of getting rolled through, and the army of the dead is like slowly making its way forward. Everyone's got the dragon weapons now, dragon glass or Valerian still. Everyone's got weapons now that hurt. So now it's an even battle at least. Um, but the army of the dead obviously is is massive, fairly massive. Massive. So they're rolling through. They do the whole fight. Uh, they light a pit like a ring of fire around Winterfell because it's only one. It's one of the only few weaknesses, obviously, to it's, keep everyone out. It's fire. And so the the Night King though he he calls an audible, and he has the dead just pick a couple little choke points and just start throwing themselves onto the fire. And eventually enough of them are on the fire that it puts it out in those little spots. Yeah, they're dead already. Right. We need more of them. Yeah, let's go make more. So there's now a drawbridge across the river of fire. And so as they're coming across, uh, they're like, "Oh man, the walls, man, the walls," to keep everybody off. Okay. Um. And so then eventually though the walls fail because it's just it's just a wave it's like as you're watching yeah, like it yeah. just never ends it just keeps coming and coming and coming and coming and so finally like they abandon the walls except Arya stark she's holding it down she's got she had had a uh genji the uh gendry the uh blacksmith dude okay she'd had him build her a special staff that was like a bow staff that comes apart in two be almost like a pull cue kind of except on both ends are dragon glass spearheads She's just twirling this thing and like just slicing people up, and she's literally holding a whole section of wall. And she's like twelve by herself. No, 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 not anymore. She, uh, she's a woman now. Eighteen. I don't, I don't, I don't, 16. I don't know how much time has passed in Game of Thrones. Do you have any concept of that? Like, Sixteen. Um, it's got uh, It's got to be at least like six years. <laughs> it's got to be a lot of years because if you think about Daenerys's journey, where she came down, freed all the slaves, took over the cities, ruled the cities, had a war. So she's about fifteen. 15, okay. 16, somewhere in that range. Anyway, what a woman. She, uh, the the episode before the Battle of Winterfell, oh, she yeah. she found Gendry and she was like, "Listen, um, I might die soon." Yeah, exactly. And so there's one thing on my list that I need to get taken care of first. So hey, uh, make your works back. Bow chicka wow wow. Bow bow chicka wow wow. So she ends the the game. She winds up being the one who who does it, but she does it with the help of Melisandre as they're hiding in a room. 
Melisandre has been waiting there for them like this whole time. And when 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 Arya and the Hound are in the room, she looks at Arya and she says, "What do we say to the God of Death?" Bringing it all the way back to season one when she was training with the the water fighter, whatever that dude's name was, mm-hmm, and she was like, "Not today." And she's like, "I know what I have to do." And she just takes off sprinting, and you don't see her for like a good ten minutes of the show. And they start playing the sad piano music. A bunch of other people die. The White Walkers and the Night King are, have come all the way into Winterfell, and they now stand in front of Bran Stark. Because that's really what the war is about, is the Night King versus the Three-Eyed Raven. Okay. Um, and so the Night King is ready to kill the Three-Eyed Raven, and before he can, though, the other white... So, like, you know how there's, like, the, the actual ice people? Like, there's, like, eight of them, a little tribe of them? Sure. The, little, the actual White Walkers themselves. Not the dead, but the actual... Okay. So the, they're, they're standing with the Night King watching, and all of a sudden, like, a burst of wind kind of blows by them. And one of them's like, hey, well, that was weird. What was that? And then it looks over the Night King's shoulder, and Arya Stark comes just flying in. Uh, the Night King catches her, but she does her move that she's been doing for three seasons now, where she drops the knife from the high hand into the low hand, and then just puts it right in his heart. She was she was B.A. And then he dies. Yeah. And now all is restored. Yeah. Well, it's not restored. They all, uh, this, ep- this, this episode here in the very beginning, they basically are kind of going over who's left, and all of the armies say that they basically lost essentially half their forces. So what's next? What's what's how do they end Game of Game of Thrones? Um, Gagged hostage. That could be you. We are now building up to the final battles, which is between Cersei and Daenerys, um, about who's gonna who's gonna sit on the Iron Throne. Okay. And that's really the last spot now that we have left. There's after today. There's two episodes left. Two episodes left. Man, well, I got a way to catch up. And this episode, this this coming episode, the next episode, I think it's going to be super brutal because Daenerys is in a spot now where originally she wanted to wait out uh, Cersei Lannister and convince the people of King's Landing to overthrow her. Um, but things have happened in this episode that now make it personal. She has a dragon. She she Daenerys does have dragons. How many? Um, so is there really a fight? So that's actually something that that comes up in this episode is what do you do about dragons? And so, so Cersei at this point is like, I'm just going to ride it out. And um, I think that means that next episode, King's Landing will burn. Burn up. Winterfell is already, so, you know, the Battle of the Dead. Uh, The Battle of the Dead roll through. I mean, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dead zombie killer people. Yeah. uh, And even a zombie dragon. Um, the zombie dragon? Oh, you didn't see that season? No. So two. last season, the white, the white, the Night King killed one of the dragons and then brought it back to life, and now it's his dragon. That is awesome. So there was a dragon fight last episode too. Well, I should have saw the dragon fight. Yeah, you well, did miss that. That's gonna wrap up our recap of uh, Game of Thrones. That's right. That's where it's at now. Also, it's gonna wrap up this episode of Nerd Thug Radio. Ow! Don't forget, you can catch us this coming weekend at Comic Palooza. Come by, find us. Check out the Facebook page this week. I'll put the panels up. You can come see us as in all of our glory. All of it. What we do best is talk to people. That's right. And so you can check that out. Uh, but the podcast drops at 6.01 p.m. And for the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And me, Ned. Same Nerd Thug time. Same Nerd Thug channel. Be sure to check out the Patreon page. 